0: Cool. What is up, world? John, shoot here with another Puff Creative podcast. I have the privilege of being with Brian Brian Passman of Hunter Esquire today. Brian, how are you doing? Doing good, John. Happy to be here. Feeling
1: privileged to be with you, sir. <laughs>
0: man I, i've known you for a few years now which is crazy to say considering this last year feels like a blur. um trying to think of i believe i first met you at mj biz con we first met in person uh so about two or three years ago was it vegas or new orleans i think it was vegas, vegas and then and then i we've reconnected again at in new orleans um which yeah. I'm yeah, I get to see you all over the country, which is cool. And now, and now it's
1: just virtually, um, which is still cool. <laughs> you you are you are definitely one of the people I miss bumping into because yeah, after that after that first time, it just it seemed like we were at all the same gigs together, and we just always managed to find each other, didn't we? It's it's true, man. And I I want to
0: dive into you know why you attend those events and a little bit more about you know Hunter Esquire and your uh, executive search recruitment program, your human capital advisement programs, but being someone who is, I would consider a celebrity on LinkedIn, um, I want to know a little bit more about your story and, you know, how you got to, where, what led you to where you're at today. Let's um, start, just where, where are you from? Like, where, where, where are you from? Where'd you grow up?
1: Born in Brooklyn, New York, I uh, got yanked out of the borough at an early age by my parents who brought me down to Miami, Florida to grow up in the sun and fun. And I uh, went to up to the University of Florida to have some fun as well. And then uh, I thought I was going to be a banker. For some reason, I just I thought I was going to be a banker. I studied finance and economics and I graduated uh, my mom down in Miami wasn't doing so well and I came back down, I took a, a, a job to be closer to her and uh, there's not a lot of banking jobs in Miami for a guy that didn't speak any Spanish for sure. Mm. So uh, got into sales, sold some engineering product for, for a little bit and wanted to get into medical device sales and uh, had a medical device recruiter, convinced me to be a medical device recruiter instead of getting placed by him. So that was it, that, that was in Coral Gables, part of Miami. And uh, that's where I, I stayed 15 years there. So um, here I what, am. What age did you move to, like
0: from the, from New York down to Florida? Oh, I was young, I was, I was in grade
1: school. I was
0: Okay, so there wasn't much like pizza withdrawal and like just hatred towards the Miami pizza scene?
1: no no pizza withdrawal mm-hmm. i mean i always i always knew what i was missing out on most of the passman fam stayed with stayed up in brooklyn so Oh, so they were kind of rubbing it then they were rubbing it in and i visit and just just get that reminder of what a good uh a good pizza and a good bagel tasted like yeah
0: yeah yeah i suffer out here in in colorado all the time um being from new jersey myself so um struggle's real
1: um it is it is We. We, we, we've, we've spent a lot of uh, summers and winters and springs out in Denver and Boulder because, uh, you know, we're trying to move out there and. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do that. I, I, if, if all goes as planned, we'll, uh, we'll be your neighbor late by later this year.
0: Oh, no way. I, oh, well, that's awesome. That's great news.
1: <laughs> I did not know
0: that. Wow. Great yeah. news for a lot, for the podcast, man. This is, this is awesome. We'll do a, we'll do is... one in person. Hopefully, COVID will be over, and we can we can just live our lives, you know, and just be near each other.
1: <laughs> I
0: hope so. I really hope um, so. Man. So so this just leads to a few other questions of mine. I mean, in this in this journey at a young age, you end up in Florida, which is a non a non legal cannabis state. Um, does can, when did cannabis come into the picture for you? Was it was it in this like where in the journey did did it stand out to you?
1: Uh yeah, I've um I've had a long relationship with the plant. Uh, it goes goes back quite a ways actually, some some decades now. So it was uh it was just a, it was kind of a rough up, upbringing. My parents split up and things got rocky, and it was just uh, something that I turned to pretty uh, early on to to get me through it. And I guess you could call me a, 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 a high functioning consumer I the good I feel like way put it yeah yeah it, it um, you know I never got in trouble uh, got good grades in school consumed through college you know graduated four years on time double degree um, so yeah I guess if that's uh, an endorsement for cannabis um, yeah it got me uh, it got me through a lot. And uh, I, I'd say, it kept me on the straight and narrow in, in many ways.
0: And you're doing such great things now. And it's interesting that you, um,
1: <laughs> its, it's <interesting. laughs> I have an alien in my screen, sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, it's
0: interesting. it's are creeping, you are
1: curious what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's interesting to see just, you know, where you're at and, um, How how it was such an important kind of thing for you in your life during such a hard time, and then being in a non legal state, um, how it's just like it does you know that doesn't make sense to me you know knowing what we know about the plant and how it can help people in so many ways with stress anxiety depression. Um, So I'm glad that you were able to still access it and um, get through that and. Today, you know, being a cannabis entrepreneur has your relationship like kind of like and a father and a business owner and a husband um, has your relationship kind of like evolved over time or still kind of using it for the similar type of. I, uh,
1: I, I yeah, I, I mean, that's a really good question. I think about it often, especially after, you know, we're now on uh, just about a we're nearing our one year anniversary of living in a very small COVID bubble uh it's just just interesting oh it's been interesting I've I've been joking but it might not be too far off I've been I've been joking our consumption's gone up about 420 percent in our house just (laughs) it's 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 really like you know we're we're home and people are really productive uh this way but I think like too productive and I know me I mean I love this work we do and I really can't turn off at a certain point in time. It's kind of ritualistically, Jessica and I, my partner, wife, you know her, the Esquire and Hunter Esquire, just at a certain point, we're just. She's an absolute like, legend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, in, in, in this house for sure. Uh, you know um, it's, it's, it, we've evolved to, it, it's really our way to just unwind um, it. it it's, it's really the only way we can unwind because I think a lot of us in cannabis become obsessed with the work that we do. And I think the, yeah, I think you is- and
0: I were in a LinkedIn thread recently with like Ashley Manning. Yeah. About just being like, she being able to shut off. And yeah, I, I can't at all because <laughs> it's like I'm using cannabis to shut off about cannabis. <laughs> and then I, I think in her thread, I mentioned, I was like, yeah, I can only, you know, I like skateboard and surf and snowboard, I shut off. But, I'm using cannabis while I'm doing those things too. <laughs> so.
1: And I, I don't have those hobbies, unfortunately. My 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 hobby, like I tell my kids, you know, daddy's sport or hobby, whenever you want to call it, is work. It's this work thing. I love it. I want to be the best at it. So it's just I'm just honing my craft. And you know, my spare time, I'm just being a dad. You're you're gonna be a dad soon. You'll find out. You know. Yeah. You know, that's that'll be your new hobby. Good thing you guys us. are moving
0: out here. I'll just have you guys, you and your kids, babysit, and I, I can mm-hmm. uh, go do my podcast.
1: bring it on they uh they want they there there's few things they want in life more than a little uh uh, a baby brother or sister so if we can get them a surrogate uh there we go i will
0: i will help bring their childhood dreams to life so i'm here for you when you guys get out here (laughs) let's do it um that that kind of leads me right into hunter esquire and when did when did this become like when did cannabis executive search and recruitment and job recruitment and advising become a career choice for you and you knew this was it and tell us and then leading into telling us a little bit more about hunter esquire and what you guys are all about
1: yeah i mean thank thankfully really thankfully it's it feels like i was just unknowingly training for this my whole life just i i I'll, I'll be the first to say I don't think you need to be a consumer to work in the industry. It certainly doesn't hurt. So just, you know, the all the years consuming and all the years recruiting and just, you know, 18 plus years of executive search uh, previous to launching this, I felt like, you know, it was all leading up to it. So it was certainly not by design. I did not decide in the year 2000 to become a recruiter uh, in the life science arena. So I could one day be an executive recruiter in cannabis. I mean, that would be ridiculous. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean,
0: I never would have even thought that I'd be having conversations like this about cannabis.
1: No, no. Uh, and, and how great is it that we can That's Awesome. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'd say, you know, and um, 2015 I, I, I did decide to mix things up and uh, I left I left that agency I had worked my way up to SVP recruitment for in the life science space, which was really a lot of fun. We built a lot of great companies in the medical device arena, uh, primarily all around the world. And uh, left to do something risky. I I had some friends and family that were, I thought pretty well positioned to win one of those very coveted vertically integrated licenses here in Florida. So I I left to help them get uh, Get, get sorted out and prep for that and be a part of the team and invest in it so that was that was our first go at it and it got voted down by a slim margin here in florida i think it was like 60 point something percent to 57 or yeah yeah right so uh i had a different idea to launch something in the cannabis space but my wife was still in her startup at the time and it was just we had a we had a baby and one on the way didn't really make sense for you know, neither one of us to be earning a fixed salary with benefits and whatnot. So I went back to agency life, and fortunately chose the CPG space. I went to a big search firm in food and beverage CPG, and did a lot of work in the adult beverage space. So being exposed to the three tier system in alcohol and placing uh, sales and marketing leaders in that space, on top of the other technical and compliance work I had done before, was 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 really. Fortuitous, but I never took my eye off of it. That that experience in 2015 really showed me that that there was this this industry that I really didn't know uh, was existing. I mean, I knew it was legal out west, but I didn't know there was you know that kind of opportunity in there. So uh, it was one of those. It became one of those things, like when you you get fixated on, well, I think I want that car uh, kind of thing, and then you start seeing that car all over the road so it just yeah it, it, that's a good analogy i like that it I, like i couldn't shake it it felt like the parents at our kids school were investors or a friend of a friend was working in the industry in some way and i kept hearing about well you know there's not a lot of you know good um um search firms serving the industry they're staffing but you know the industry is trying to level up with executive talent and you know that's yeah i mean big, i i can I can attest to that. Like being in the industry for six
0: years, um, when I first entered, that was like a huge problem that a lot of companies were facing. And then when we started Puff Creative and I started working with like public companies and like big organizations who like throwing the first big round of investments, you know, for cannabis, um, most of those companies failed because there was no proper executive leadership in place.
1: Yeah, it was, well, it was a lot of friends and family hiring because he wanted to hire people you trusted Yep, and and who were going to share your passion and, you know, go after, go get after it with you, Uh, which, yeah, I think there's a lot of companies around today that started out that way and then made the decision at the right time to level up before they got too far along with it and had the wrong people in the wrong roles, but, uh, you know, that happened a bunch and it was... um, I gotta say it was scary Uh, going back to my wife again. She, she inspired me. She was exiting her, her startup around the time I was really just ready to do something different uh, and leave CPG. And you know, my biggest fear was the admin. I have to admit, I, I might write a lot on LinkedIn and do a lot of things online but I really completely physically, mentally, emotionally reject administrative work. It was just, that was a scary part for me. So she's a lawyer. And it was a good time. And she just uh, really believed both have lawyer wives. Yeah. So, well, I don't know if that's good or, or what, but I lose every
0: argument. So yeah. <laughs> that's well, that. Yeah, that's,
1: <laughs> there is that. There is that. Oh man. Yeah. So she said, "I'll oh, I'll take care of that. And you do the other fun stuff and let's see how it goes. So, um, yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, how, far she's wanted our, to, how
0: many years are we in now?
1: Uh, our three year anniversary was about two months ago.
0: Nice. Congratulations on that. We're almost yeah. at four and man, what a, what a wild ride. Huh? Right.
1: Uh, no small feat, man. That's that is a lot of years in this space. Yeah, it is. Um, especially when you're obsessed and you're putting in all the hours that we do.
0: <laughs> yeah, working, nervous. working overtime 24 seven um that's that's amazing and i know i mean i know you do amazing work and have connected some really big established companies with some great executive hires i know you do some advisement as well for regarding human capital um something interesting that i want to just kind of end on here is on your on your website i know you mentioned that you're working in the psilocybin space as well um can you tell us a little bit more about that and and some organizations you are helping out
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, things got really, uh, stale, uh, in cannabis during the pandemic and, um, you know, it was really quiet March, April, May, June, and we started getting creative, uh, poking around and, and a lot of the, the leaders that we knew in cannabis were talking a lot about, well, I want to tackle the next new frontier in psychedelics. And, uh, I've, I've, I've experimented, uh, also with a lot of psychedelics throughout my, my time
0: And also like the,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, and you know, a lot of people, uh, a lot of professionals do some of the highest functioning, just really thriving people in cannabis and, and in a lot of industries that we look up, look up to, they, they microdose mushrooms on the weekends. They go on ayahuasca retreats. They, you know, they, they do these things. Plant plant medicine. Yeah. Natural.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: it's, it's great for and some of the you know key leadership traits are around emotional maturity and emotional intelligence and it's you know it's, it's yeah it's break, like
0: breaking down your ego and just mm-hmm. yeah being able to accept that you're just not especially in leadership roles you know it's like Oof. I don't know I like I the first people I ask for advice is my entire team you know um, I think my ideas are never the
1: best you know. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna hire a team, you have to assume that they're good people. If they're gonna, you know, be surrounding you and representing your brand, so you may as well lean on them, right? It's it's always True. baffles me when yeah people go out and hire others and don't listen to them uh, when they speak up. So yeah, and 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 you know, and dealing with the ego, right? And 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 in cannabis, it's a it's it's got to be an ego free zone for sure. So
0: yeah, it's such a sacred and same with same with the psychedelic space or, it's we're, we're in my opinion it's like we're bringing in money and corporate structure and all these different things into spaces that are actually like beyond sacred um you know sacred plants that have been around for thousands of years um so it's it's yeah i, I really like that you brought that point up it's like yeah. a certain respect you know that that's needed mutual
1: mutual respect yeah and many of these plants will be around long after we're gone i mean it's just how It's it's amazing where mushrooms can grow. I mean, really, it's probably when it's all said and done, it's cockroaches and mushrooms that are left. I mean, it's it's we we've got to respect uh, nature, uh, hands down. It's it's that was one of my actually. If there was an upside of the pandemic, it was just great seeing all the visuals of just nature coming back and animals coming out and walking the streets and. I just thought that was beautiful. So uh, that was my silver lining. Besides getting closer with my family, just being cooped up together, we got shockingly close.
0: I, you, you were one of my favorite social media accounts to follow yeah. during the pandemic. It was it was really cool seeing you guys improvise out there. That's for sure. Thanks. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So, so we. Uh, it, it, oh yeah. So let me. I, I mean, I. I, I what, what I don't do a lot is share. Uh, you know, clients, uh, I mean, you know, for, if they want to go out and do something with us, I don't really talk about uh, our clients too much. But yeah, we, we, we started dabbling in psychedelics, having, uh, well, in the industry, that is. Uh, a lot <laughs> little, like, little, <laughs> little both. Uh, having a lot of conversations, making a lot of friends, doing a lot of advisory work. Uh, I think it aligns well. I like the psychedelics industry because, you know, you're talking about clinical pathways in most cases and you know, heavy focus on regulatory, which aligns well to the fifteen years I spent in life science, and you know, for, for all that I things that I love about the cannabis space, you know, it's a lot of let's just grow fast, get big in a hurry, plant as many flags as we can, and a lot of a lot of very respectful companies in the in the space did that. But I like a very methodical and calculated uh, approach, uh, like we're seeing in the psychedelic space. So I align well with it, and you know, those people seem to uh, like me also, thankfully.
0: That's always great. <laughs> yeah, that um, that's awesome. And so to all of our listeners out there, and, um, if you are looking if you're an executive looking for to get to dive into the cannabis space or someone looking to learn more about what Brian does, um, you can go to hunteresquire.com. Uh, you can find them on LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. I know we're talking about amping those things up in, in the future here together. Uh, Which is always exciting. Um, Anywhere else that you want to send our listeners to, or did I cover it?
1: Uh, You covered it. I mean, you know, TBD on where else they could find us, depending on where you guys steer us. Because yeah, like like we talked about, uh, hire people and then trust them. So um, it's it's been only good since uh, retaining the Puff Creative fam. You guys have been great for us, and like you said, thank you (laughs) and help us grow. And who knows where we'll be next? You're going to tell us where to go, and we're going to go do it. Yeah,
0: I was thinking just like basically just getting you guys a subscription, like a Netflix series of the Past Man Fan. Um, Ooh, you wouldn't be
1: the first to recommend that. (laughs) I think it would do all right, actually.
0: Oh, man. Well, Brian, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And I hope you have a good rest of the day, brother. It's always good talking to you. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot.